Hey everyone, welcome to episode one of How I Got Jacked, the podcast where we interview bodybuilding pros and ask them for tips, tricks, and secrets for getting fit in the best way possible. Today I'm talking with Kevin Hainis, a bodybuilder with over 120,000 Instagram followers. He's an online fitness coach who completely transformed his body after growing up as a fat kid. I picked his brain to figure out how he got started, his lifting and nutrition plans, what supplements he takes, his advice for beginners, and so much more. This episode is jam-packed with useful information, and I can't wait for you to hear this. Let's get into it. So I wanted to know, how did Kevin get into fitness? Me and my friend, we started, um, we kind of said like, hey, let's run a mile every day over the, um, over the summer, and we're going to be um, a lot more fit. We're going to have a six-pack, and all girls are going to love us. We ended up at the Pizza Hut Buffet more often than not. Um, <laughs> but I kind of after that, when I was, I've been involved in sports, I started P90X. I kind of made that, that initial effort, and that's what everyone is going to need to do. Make that first initial effort. You may not have the best plan at that time, but you have to put in effort and just try to just try pretty much set that goal and try um i got decent results p90x was um, a good training wheels type program um and over time i kind of developed this mindset of carbs are the enemy sugar is the devil um eventually i learned more to that over college um and when i got a little more competitive especially with men's physique and kind of i no longer was involved as much in like competitive sports um, for me, I learned about flexible dieting and really how to make things a lifestyle. I was able to start working with clients, help them improve their lifestyles and like make it in a way that it's not too shocking for your lifestyle. Um, and then after graduating, well, actually during my rotation years, I really learned about the time constraints that most individuals do, um, have to deal with. Like people work 40 hours a week. I did my rotations. I was working 40 hours a week for a pharmacy school on top of that, doing social media, YouTube, um, and coaching at that time. So it was very busy. But that really taught me how to simplify things, prioritize things. So my clients who I work with, usually pretty busy individuals, um, we prioritize what's going to get results. And we try to just, I try to help them travel through all the fluff and just directly get to the point. I love what Kevin here said about not necessarily having the perfect plan, but just putting in consistent effort. I know I'm guilty of this, but sometimes people are looking for that perfect plan that will solve all their problems. In reality, it's more about just doing something and doing it consistently. Your plan doesn't have to be perfect, but if you put in effort, because like there's a lot of things and a lot of these kind of fad diets out there, like ketogenic diet, cardio, um, carnivore diet, vegan diet, these things don't directly control your calories, which is what directly will get you weight loss. Mm. Um, but if you follow those well, you put in effort into kind of those kinds of diets, you still will see some pretty positive results most of the time. Of course, you can overeat. Um, butter uh, on the ketogenic diet and have a little too much steak and still reach a caloric surplus. But if you kind of like follow those well enough, you're still going to see some great results. Um, same with me. My training program wasn't, it, I mean, it wasn't quote unquote optimal, but not everything, not everything has to be optimal. And too much. I see um, something that holds people back. I want the per, and I've even had clients where it's like, I want a perfect plan. I don't feel like I'm learning enough. Like I, I see the plan you've given me, but like, I feel like you should be teaching me more. I'm like, no, like just if you follow this, you'll get fantastic results. Um, so don't let that be something that holds you off from getting started. Like, honestly, if you just go in there, you're doing some pushes. So bench presses, um, you're doing some pulls. So like lat pull downs, a vertical pull, a horizontal pull. Um, and you just literally are getting stronger at those movements. You will see progress in the long term. So at this point, Kevin has been lifting and eating right for over a decade. I was curious if there was some point when he realized he was hooked on this whole bodybuilding and nutrition thing, and there was no going back. 
Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's kind of um like video games. Like video games are hard. Like oftentimes you play it on hard mode, but you get to like level two and you're like, damn, I'm making progress. My guy now is like double the HP. His power is like twice as much. Like with training, like you pretty much like like your your fitness can become a video game. Like you're upping your power level, your strength level. Um, and it's, it's kind of fun in that way that you're always leveling up. You're always challenging yourself and kind of that outcome is just kind of very, it correlates strongly to the effort and time you put in. And that's mm -hmm. one of the things I love about fitness is like, you can't buy a great body. You can't buy, um, great fitness. So it's really, um, it's kind of like a testament to your work ethic. So Kevin explained his process of how he started working out. I wanted to know more about his nutrition as well. Oh, this is a fantastic question. So, um, so during high school, and that was probably when I was, uh, I was doing the P90X and kind of like, I don't want to fault P90X. And of course, it's, it's always important to eat your fruits, your vegetables, your low glycemic index carbs, but um, that's not what you only have to eat to make progress. So like I developed this kind of mindset. It was like, carbs are the enemy, sugar is the devil. So me and my one friend, we were like, dude, I only had like eight grams of sugar the other day. It's like, yeah, dude, high five. But, and then it's like, we had 50 grams of fiber. But like, I, that was kind of focused, like, as I said, like with a lot of fad diets, it's kind of like you're focusing on something, but it's not the direct correlator that gets you results. So if you just double down on what gets results, your calorie balance, your protein intake, those are the two things that really will get you wherever you want to go in terms of body composition and in terms of um, increasing and losing body fat. Sometimes people will use calorie calculators and BMR calculators, but find they're still gaining weight or not seeing progress, even though they're measuring everything. Here's what Kevin told me about that. Sometimes you're going to have to push nutrition a little harder than you think. Um, not everyone's going to um, run on this 2,000 calorie diet like me. My maintenance is about 3,000 calories. I'm 6'2", 225-ish. Um, but then, of course, I've had clients where their maintenance is like 1,800 and they're like six foot 260. So um, you really have to play with that number. And the best thing is trial and error. Trial and error, my bad with um, your own body. BMRs on the internet, they're just going to be pretty much an average, but you won't really know what's going to make you um, see progress until you're weighing yourself, you're controlling your intake, and you're actually seeing that progress and if it's happening. So one of the hardest parts about transforming your body is when you have to cut calories. Oftentimes you feel tired and sluggish and don't want to do anything. How does Kevin deal with this? It's kind of like you got to the mindset of welcoming hunger because hunger is honestly, it can be a pretty positive um, sign that you are in a calorie deficit and that you are losing some weight. So sometimes you got to fall in love with hunger, but in the terms of um, limiting the um, feeling of tired throughout the day or just like over time, um, usually you're going to feel that more so as you are deeper into a diet or even if uh, the leaner you get. So initially, um, like we'll talk about my diet. When I lose my first 15 pounds, I'm probably going to be relatively okay. It's going to be not too hard, but what I'm really pushing for the last 15 pounds um, it's going to be a lot more push. I'm going to be feeling more consistently hungry. My energy level is going to be really down. If you get like sub 8%, sub 6% body fat, you could even notice that your, um, your sexual appetite, things like that is also um, decreasing. You're a little more, uh, uh, what would we say, a little cranky if you're carb depleted <laughs> to an extent. So those things come over time. I would say some things to limit those, taking diet breaks. And I don't mean just like eat whatever you want for a week, but I would say bring up calories by like two to 400 for about a week, mm -hmm. um, about quote unquote maintenance. Um, and then allow some of those like negative adaptations to kind of, uh, uh, dissipate. So I think that would be one and also controlling the rate of your weight loss. In the fitness industry, there's so much advice about what strategies work and which ones don't. 
Kevin had a few things to say about his techniques that will guarantee results. So in terms of like losing weight, and I think it's pretty, pretty well known now, like calories, calories matter. Um, if you can get to a calorie deficit, you're going to lose weight. If you're in a calorie surplus, you're going to gain weight. Um, where that is, is where people get confused. They do a BMR calculator. They're like, oh, I should be in a 500 calorie deficit, but I'm actually gaining weight. And they're like, oh, tracking calories doesn't work. But it's like, no, you just got to decrease your calories a little further from there because that BMR doesn't, um, it doesn't really reflect each individual. It's kind of an average. Um, so the biggest things, and these can almost near, I don't want to say guarantee progress, but they can pretty close to guarantee progress if you do um, do them correctly. Um, I've had clients where I really, really had to push and even they were like, hey, I don't know if I can push that far. And that's usually um, when you can run into some difficult, um, if you really um, get down in the calories and get to, get to the nitty gritty. Um, so if you, I would recommend for most to weigh yourself on a daily basis in the mornings, post urination before eating or drinking anything. That's going to be your most consistent weight. Um, second thing I would do is look about like how much you weigh um, and set set your protein intake to about um, your body weight. If you're, uh, um, if you were, I guess, a very overweight. So if you're like 300 pounds and it's not all lean body mass. Um, so if you're not Mr. Olympia, um, so <laughs> then probably you're not going to go to that gram per pound. You can probably make, make do with like 150 grams. So kind of, I would say 0.75 to like one gram per pound, depending how lean you are at the start. Um, and then I would set that as your protein. So we have weighing every morning, we have our protein intake set. Then we just want to see where our calories are. Um, with most of my clients, I say, track your intake throughout the day, see what you're, um, when auto regulating. So when you're just eating to your appetite, eating normal, you see like, um, cause again, your appetite really does reflect your metabolic rate from what I'm starting to see. Mm -hmm. Um, so if you do that, you kind of see like, all right, I'm eating 2,300 calories a day on average. Um, my weight is about staying the same or it's increasing a little bit. So let me try to create a deficit. So then bring yourself down to 2,100 calories and see if that starts getting you moving down at like one to two pounds per week. Mm -hmm. um, if that doesn't get your weight moving, um, then I would say drop another 100 or 200 calories or add some cardio for the week up to, um, I don't want anyone running on a treadmill all week, but like up to like 2,000 calories per week or most clients I cap at like 1,500 calories per week of cardio. Mm -hmm. um, that's usually we're just pushing for the last couple of weeks. Um, if you control all those factors, if you're controlling your caloric intake and you're staying at the same spot, so pretty much what this is doing is it's giving you very consistent variables to play with. Mm. You're seeing your weight at the same time. You're seeing your calories at the same amount. So you really can play with those numbers, um, play with your total calories, and you'll see um, the difference. You'll see um, those results that you're looking for. Um, and as far as research is concerned, um, if someone asks how many fats, how many carbs should I, I should be consuming, um, it doesn't really matter in terms of weight loss. Um, it's, I think the research is pretty clear there that like total calories are way more important than how many individual fats you have, how many carbs, but there's certain thresholds you probably want to be with. Uh, so get at least probably, um, like at least 40 ish grams of fat or so. That's probably a generalization, but I think, um, some people I look at, look up to like Dr. Mike Isertel, he recommends 0.3 grams per pound as your baseline for fat intake. Um, so you set that as your baseline and then pretty much you can auto-regulate those. Eat how you want to eat with your fats and carbs. Um, if you are someone who exercises a lot, there is a little bit of value in performance to have a little bit higher of a carb diet. Um, so what I mean by high carb diet is relative. So carbs and fats relative to each other. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's um, the majority of things that, I mean, really, if you can track and if you can do these kinds of things, I, I'm near positive you'll see some results. One of the biggest reservations for me lifting was the thought of getting injured. 
How can beginners prevent injuries that could happen like throwing out your back or hurting your shoulder? I think it's always a good idea to have some kind of mentor in the process, especially if you are getting started. I'm biased. I'm an online coach. You can totally apply for my program, but just in general, like even if you have someone that's been in the gym, maybe six months or so, um, maybe going to the gym with them once or twice, seeing how they do some things. Cause usually, um, if you're in the gym six months or so, you're going to kind of, you may have some of your mistakes already and you kind of learn from that. Or, you know, the people that are, um, pretty credible on YouTube. Usually, and I'll be honest, you can probably search on YouTube a lot of these exercises and you'll get some pretty solid, um, pretty solid information. And I'll, you can verify that by how many views the videos have and their like to dislike ratio because just that's kind of the beauty of today's day and age is like people know crap content. People know when like someone isn't telling the truth or someone just is speaking outside of their lane, something they're not very knowledgeable in. So you'll see that reflected. So if you see a video, um, how to do this technique and you see like, all right, it's got a lot of likes. So knowledgeable people are probably upvoting it. That's going to be a valuable resource for you to learn from. When you see tons of guys at the gym lifting way more than you or celebrities on Instagram with ripped abs and huge muscles, it can be intimidating. Kevin had some encouraging words about this very thing. Like in my case, if someone's on chapter 10 of their book and you're on like your first chapter, your first page, like you shouldn't be comparing like those pages. You shouldn't be comparing where you're at versus that person because they've had years and years of that training. So like people, when they're looking at me and they're like, oh, like I want to look like you. I'm like, like in 10 years, if you're consistent with your training, totally, you can like surpass me. If you, if you, I always, I love saying this, like, especially the value of mentors and coaches, you were stealing their knowledge from their mistakes, their trial and error, my trial and error over 10 years. Um, and you're getting that at year one. So you, without a doubt, can be a lot further than your mentor, your coaches at that time because you, quote unquote, stole their knowledge. <laughs> One topic that immediately comes to mind when I think about fitness is supplements. I wanted to know Kevin's thoughts on those. Yes, in most cases, food is going to be enough. And actually, probably in most, like in all cases. But um, as far as like what's going to help you out a little bit, and I would probably still recommend, there's only two things that I think every, near everyone should be um, supplementing or um, yeah, pretty much anyone, anyone who's involved in sports, strength training as well. Um, so the first thing would be a multivitamin. And that's just because there's such a variety of micronutrients, the minerals, the vitamins. Um, we're not going to hit every single one every single day. So that multivitamin is kind of like that blanket. So if you have five servings of vegetables today, but they're all broccoli, you still hit those other micronutrients that are from the other foods that you didn't get to consume that day. Mm -hmm. I think that's always a good idea to um, have in your repertoire or uh, your daily diet. Um, creatine monohydrate is the other thing. It's very, um, it's very well, well researched up to this point that it's going to improve your power output and make you kind of allow you to make a little bit faster of strength gains over time, just because you look into the physiology, it's just storing more, um, phosphate. So creatine phosphate in the, in the muscles. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's really just going to help you, um, push more over time and, uh, be better with power output. Um, after those two things, it's kind of, uh, and as needed, like it, nothing is really going to be a make or break, uh, unless you're in certain like circumstances. So protein intake, um, so protein powder, I would recommend for most people to have on hand, but you don't need it every day. You don't, it's not something that's going to make or break. If you're eating enough chicken, um, if you're hitting your, as we talked about, your about one gram per pound or 0.75 grams per pound. Um, and you're doing that easy, just eating your quote unquote whole foods or your real foods, then you don't really need it, but it's kind of there for convenience. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a sponsored athlete with PE signs. So I do take that luxury. I'll take like a couple of scoops with me if I'm on the go and I have a protein shake mm -hmm. um, when need be, if I get a little bit hungry. 
Um, I would say it's very convenient, but of course it's not something that you have to have. You don't have to spend 60 bucks on protein powder every other month. Mm-hmm. Um, other things besides that pre-workout caffeine is well, well researched to show and improve. And of course your strength output, you can knock that out with some coffee, but pre-workouts, I will say, um, I have to say from my perspective, um, if you have citrulline mallet, agmatine, some kind of things that help boost your nitric oxide production. So a little bit that pump, you get a little more of a visual pump that mentally can be a lot more fun, a little bit more fun in the gym. And that can also like, if you're enjoying what you're doing, you're enjoying that pump, that feeling, um, that can also lead you to progress better because you're having a good time and you're seeing kind of that visual change. Finally, to wrap things up, I saw Kevin was an online fitness coach. He gave us so much great advice and I wanted to know where I could go to learn more. Oh, definitely. So um, you can find me on Instagram at hedgenasty, at heinasty. Um, and then I have the coaching application in my uh, bio because I don't take on every single person who like wants to do my program. It is an application process just because I want to make sure that everything that I can provide for the client works for their lifestyle is something that they're ready to take on. And also um, everything fits for them and everything um, in their lifestyle fits for them um, on my side. So we make sure that's a good relationship to work together. So you can apply for that. Um, and then we can see if it's going to be a good fit for the both of us. See that your goals are something that we can definitely um, get you to. And I'm very confident that we can. So you can yeah. also see my client testimonials at um, Hedge Nasty Coaching. Um, that's, I just put my, my testimonials up there, kind of my client transformations. And I go live pretty much every Tuesday at 8 a.m. I mean, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard. Um, so yesterday I went live with one of my clients and we just kind of talked about their journey. Um, and I understand Um, Me being 10 years deep into my training, as we said, it's kind of, if I'm on day one, it's kind of hard for me to relate to someone 10 years deep. It's like, oh, you you got it. Like you've already been doing this. You're making results because like that. But seeing the transformation of my clients where they're probably on their day one, then they go to 12 weeks in and you see their transformation. It's great to hear their stories through the live Q and A's. So I also have those posted permanently because they're only on Instagram stories for 24 hours. Mm -hmm. I have a playlist on my, I mean, my uh, YouTube channel. That's also Hedge Nasty. Um, And I have, I think, seven of them posted there. So you can see kind of how these people are actually transforming and what kind of progress you can make in 12 weeks if you kind of, as we said, steal my knowledge, Mm -hmm. Um, which I am more than happy to uh, allow you to steal. Wow. Overall, I learned a ton from Kevin. I like that he gave practical, no-nonsense advice. You can find him on Instagram at hejnasty. My biggest takeaway is that to start, just do something and see what happens. Don't worry too much about your plan, just go for it. For more tips, tricks, and secrets to fitness, check out our Twitter and Instagram page, both at HowIGotJacked, where you can subscribe to our weekly newsletter at HowIGotJacked.com. That's it for me. I'll see you next time.